0: Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this set of lessons is from the Come Follow Me curriculum of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Although this is not an official recording of the Church, every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. There are several other Come Follow Me resources to help with your Gospel and Scripture study. These lessons tend to go a little deeper into the doctrine than most resources. Hopefully this resource will be different enough from the others that you'll come back each week. On the Living Room Scripture Lesson website is a digital version of the lessons, which has more material that can be mentioned in the podcast. You can download that PDF resource and use it as you like. As with other online resources, you can like, share, and subscribe to the podcasts. Again, welcome to this Come Follow Me resource. I hope you like it. Hi and welcome back to the Come Follow Me lesson number 48. We are now in Revelation chapter 7. Now remember back in chapter 6 I mentioned that at the very end of the chapter it asks the question, Who shall be able to stand? This chapter then answers that question. And the answer basically is the sealed ones, those who have their calling election made sure. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 77 verse 10 asks the question, What time are the things spoken of in this chapter to be accomplished? They are to be accomplished in the 6,000 years, or the opening of the sixth seal. Verse one. And after these things, I saw four angels. Uh, the question again in section seventy-seven. What are, what are we to what are we to understand by the four angels spoken of in the seventh chapter and first verse of Revelation? Are we to we are to answer? We are to understand that they are four angels sent forth from God, to whom is given power over the four parts of the earth. To save life and to destroy, these are they who have the everlasting gospel to commit to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, having power to shut up the heavens, to seal up unto life, or to cast down to the regions of darkness. Continuing verse 1, standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds or destructions of the earth that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. These angels are those who, in 1831, were waiting the great command to reap down the earth to gather the tares that they may be burned. Section 38, uh, that was from section 38, verse 12. Joseph Feeling Smith wrote that these four angels seem to fit the description of the angels spoken of in the parable of of the wheat and the tares. Uh, who plead with the Lord that they might go forth to reap down the earth. They were told to act to let the wheat and tares grow together to the time of the end of the harvest, which is the end of the world. These are now at work in the earth on their sacred mission. Church history and and modern revelation number two, uh, page 70. Wilford Woodruff said, those angels have left the portals of heaven and they stand over this people and this nation now and are hovering over the earth waiting to pour out the judgments. And from this very day, they shall be poured out. I think we can tell that um, more natural disasters have occurred uh, in the last number of years than, than in history before. Verse two, and I saw another angel. Uh, Sidney B. Sperry reasoned that from the teachings in verses 9 and 14 of Doctrine and Covenants 77, one cannot help concluding, one, that John the Revelator has a commission to gather together the tribes of Israel, and two, that he is the Elias who, as it is written, must come and restore all things. If these conclusions are correct, then we are driven to a third conclusion, namely, that John the Revelator is the angel ascending from the east, as, as mentioned in Revelation 7-2. Uh, Ascending from the east, having the seal, Uh, it means to seal the blessing on their heads, meaning the everlasting covenant, thereby making their calling and election sure. When a seal is put upon the father and mother, it secures their posterity so that they cannot be lost but will be saved by virtue of the covenant of their father. All right, continuing uh, verse 3. Uh, it says the seal of the living God. And then in, back in section 77, again, it says, what are we to understand by the angels, by the angel ascending from the east? Uh, In in Revelation 7, verse 2, We are to understand that the angel ascending from the east is he to whom is given the seal of the living God over the twelve tribes of Israel. Wherefore he crieth unto the four angels, having the everlasting gospel, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And if you will receive it, this is Elias." And as I mentioned, uh, this was also John the Revelator, which was to come to gather together the tribes of Israel and restore all things. And I heard him cry with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Four destroying angels holding power over the four quarters of the earth until the servants of God are sealed in their foreheads, which signifies sealing the blessings upon their heads, meaning the everlasting covenant, thereby making their calling and election sure, when a seal is put upon the father and mother. I just read that. Verse 4, And the number of them who were sealed were a hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Back to section 77. Sure is nice that we have uh, Doctrine and Covenants to help us explain some of these verses, isn't it? Question. What are we to understand by sealing the one hundred and forty and four thousand out of all the tribes of Israel? Twelve thousand out of every tribe. Answer. We, we are to understand that those who are sealed are high priests ordained unto the holy order of God to administer the everlasting gospel, for they are they who are ordained out of every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, by the angels to whom is given power over the nations of the earth to bring as many as will come to the church of the firstborn. On February the 4th, 1844, Joseph Smith commenced uh, com- commented regarding the 144,000. He said, I attended prayer meeting with the, qu- with the quorum in the assembly room and made some remarks respecting the 144,000 mentioned by John the Revelator, showing that the selection of persons to form that number had already commenced. He had already conferred these blessings on at least 17 men. There will be 144,000 saviors on Mount Zion, and with them an innumerable host that no man can number. Oh, I beseech you to go forward, go forward and make your calling and election sure. That was Joseph Smith. Many commentators believe that the number 144,000 is not to be taken literally, but that it signifies all the redeemed of the Lord. And that was from Richard Draper in opening the seven seals. Also, from understanding the book of Revelation, it says the tribe of Joseph is mentioned as is that of his son Manasseh, but Ephraim is not ma- mentioned, nor is Dan. John provides no clue why the names on the, on the list differ from those of the original 12 tribes. So in these next few verses here, as, as I mentioned, Ephraim is missing and so is Dan. Don't know why. Although Joseph might be named instead of Ephraim. So verse five of the tribe of Judah were sealed twelve thousand of the tribe of Reuben were sealed twelve thousand of the tribe of Gad were sealed twelve thousand of Asser of Asser were sealed twelve thousand of the tribe of Naphtalim were sealed twelve thousand of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed twelve thousand Simeon twelve thousand Levi twelve thousand Issachar twelve thousand Zebulon twelve thousand Joseph instead of Ephraim were, were sealed twelve thousand of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed twelve thousand. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, and kindreds, and tongues, and people, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And this was to do the Hosanna shout. As I mentioned, the white represents victory. And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne of their, on their faces and worshipped God, <coughs> saying, Amen. Now notice, uh, again, there are seven attributes that are being mentioned here. Again, John does this on purpose to symbolize uh, complete, saying, Amen blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. God will not deliver us, Unless we do prove ourselves faithful to him in the the severest trouble, for he that will have his robes washed in the blood of the Lamb must come up through great tribulation, even the greatest of all affliction. That was by Joseph Smith. Verse 15, Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Those who serve God in the heavenly temple are the same as those who serve in the earthly temples. President Kimball said, I can envision not only many more temples as the Lord directs us when and where to build them, but I foresee the day when we will make around-the-clock use of all these sacred holy edifices. I repeat a statement made at the dedication of the great temple in Washington. The day is coming and not too far ahead of us when all temples of this earth will be going day and night. Verse 16, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. In other words, Jesus will be among us, and we will be protected from any harm. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them into the living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Christ will remove all the pains of our mortality. I bear testimony of the truth of these things, and if I was marking my scriptures, I might mark verse uh, verse 15 as a temple verse. Um, and uh, there's lots of temple imagery here that, uh, that are in the, in the book of Revelation, chapter 8. Verse, I'm gonna, let me give you a little background first before we get into chapter 8. <clears throat> first of all, uh, we're going to hear about lots of destructions and desolations and pestilences and all these other things, and the Lord says to us, be not troubled. Section 45 uh, of the Doctrine and Covenant says, I said, them, be not troubled, for when all these things shall come to pass... Ye may know that the promises which have been made unto you shall be fulfilled. Can you tell me where the people are who shall be shielded and protected from these calamities and judgments which are even now at our doors? I'll tell you. The priesthood of God who honor their priesthood and who are worthy of their blessings are the only ones who shall have this safety and protection. No other people have a right to be shielded from these judgments. They are at our very doors. Not even this people will escape them entirely. They will come down like the judgments of Sodom and Gomorrah and none but the priesthood will be safe from their fury. God has held the angels of destruction for many years lest they should reap down the wheat and the tares but I want to tell you now that those angels have left the portals of heaven and they stand over the earth waiting to pour out the judgments and from this very day they shall be poured out calamities and troubles are increasing in the earth and there is a meaning to these things remember this and reflect upon these matters if you do your duty And I do my duty will have the protection and shall pass through the afflictions in peace and in safety. Read the scriptures and the revelations. They will tell you about these things. And that's from Wilford Woodruff. All right, verse 1. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Several scriptural passages equate silence with God's withholding his judgments upon the wicked. When there is silence in heaven, no judgments are sent upon the earth. We wonder if that maybe that's what that means. Uh, That's from the understanding of the book of Revelation by Perry. One half hour on the timetable of Kolob is 21 years. Is this the time between the opening of the seventh seal and the second coming? Is this like among the Nephites after the sign of Christ's birth was given? Then there was a period of time when the wicked were surprised at the destruction that occurred at his death. Verse 2, and I saw the seven angels. These seven angels are men who belong or have belonged to our earth. They may be the same seven angels who pour out the seven plagues upon the earth's inhabitants as identified in chapter 15. The seven priests who blew the trumpets and walked with the Lord's Ark of the Covenant in ancient Israel when they surrounded uh, Jericho were shadows and types of these seven angels from heaven. Apocryphal sources name the seven angels as Uriel, Raphael, Raguel, Michael, Sarekel, Gabriel, and Remiel or Phanuel. Now another uh, person, John Pratt, did some research on identifying these angels from names that we recognize, and he, he said that he felt that they were the following, but again, this is just speculative, but very possible, that Uriel is Peter, Raphael is Enoch, Ra- Raguel is Moses, Michael is Adam, Serechel is Abel, Gabriel is Noah, and Remuel or Fanuel is Joseph Smith. So we don't know that for sure, but it's just a possibility that those seven angels are represented by these men. Um, Which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Now in in Doctrine and Covenants 77, again, the question is, what are we to understand by the sounding of the trumpets mentioned in the eighth chapter of Revelation? Answer, we are to understand that as, as God made the world in six days, and the seventh day he finished his work and sanctified it, and also formed man out of the dust of the earth, Even so, in the beginning of the seven thousand years will the Lord God sanctify the earth and complete the salvation of man and judge all things and shall redeem all things except that which he hath not put into his power when he shall have sealed all things unto the end of all things. And the sounding of the trumpets of the seven angels are the preparing and finishing of his work in the beginning of the seven thousand years, the preparing of the way before the time of his coming. Verse 3, And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Now the smoke from the incense is like the prayers of the saints rising up to heaven. In Solomon's temple and in Herod's temple was also incense which was burning day and night to represent the constant prayers. Verse 5, And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. And the seven angels, which had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. And And the first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass. In other words, vegetation in general. This would cause a worldwide famine and millions of deaths was burnt up. The Lord has not revealed how this will happen. Ezekiel says, and I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon the many people that are with him and overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. So it sounds like a big hailstorm or something that's going to destroy a third part of the crops of the earth. Verse 8, and the and the second angel sounded and as, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. Is this a volcano or some natural upheaval? And the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. So again, this sounds like a giant volcano or something happening or something hitting the earth or something. don't know for sure. Again, it sounds like plagues, though, that are going to be happening. Verse 10, And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell on upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. Is this a meteor or is it an atomic bomb that goes off? Or atomic bombs? And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and this is a plant with a bitter taste. And the third part of the waters became wormwood so that all the waters were bitter and would would be undrinkable. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. And that could be from atomic fallout if that's that's the cause. Verse 12, and the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. So it sounds like one third of the day is darkened when it otherwise would be light. Verse 13, And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, so that everyone must hear it, Woe, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth, by reason of the other voices of the, of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. So we've had four angels so far that sounded, and now we're going to have three more. Uh, but these are associated with woe that's going to happen. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll see what happens in the next chapter. Come back. Bye.